this morning, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Psalm 119. Uh, that's the longest uh, chapter in the Bible, so it's going to take us a while to read it. Uh, actually, we're not going to read it all. We're just going to read the first 16 verses because there's quite a few verses in there. But I just really felt uh, to talk to you on a simple subject, but a very important subject, what the Bible can do for you. Uh, this book is a very, very important book. Uh, this book should be a, a treasury book for all of us, especially as Christians, uh, that we would love this book, we would read this book, we would study this book, that we'd really get into this book. It is a precious, precious book. And I want to talk to you about this book some this morning and just encourage you to keep getting into the Word, keep getting into the Word of God. So Psalm 119, verses 1 to 16. Joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. Joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. They do not compromise with evil and they walk only in his paths. You have charged us to keep your commandments carefully. Oh, that my actions... Lost my spot there. Oh, that my actions... Where did I lose my spot? Here we go. Would consistently reflect, reflect your decrees. Then I will not be ashamed when I compare my life with your commands. As I learn your righteous regulations, I will thank you by living as I should. I will obey your decrees. Please don't give up on me. How can a young person stay pure? By obeying your word. I've tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I praise you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. I've recited aloud all the regulations you have given us. I've rejoiced in your laws as much as in riches. I will study your commandments and reflect on your ways. I will delight in your decrees and not forget your word. May the Lord add his blessing to his word here this morning. So this morning, I want to talk to you about what the Bible can do for you. This book is really, really an awesome book. And, and I, I trust that you really do love this book and that you love reading this book, you love studying this book. And that you take the time to go through this book. And whether you're doing it with a hard copy like this or whether, like what else also have here, an electronic device uh, that has the scriptures on it, I trust that you are reading it. And as we come to the book of Psalms, we, we, we come to this chapter 119 that is the longest chapter in the Bible. We could have taken a lot of time this morning and, and read 176 verses. Uh, but we didn't do that. But it really kind of shows to us that the, the longest chapter in the Bible talks about the importance of the Word of God. And, and I think, you know, that's a message God's trying to get across to us, that this book is a very, very important book. Now, the Bible today is, one of the, is, is still, sorry, the most popular book in the world. Now, as you listen to the world, you would think, oh, well, it's not. Like, who has a Bible today? Well, you know, it tells us that there's over 100 million copies of the Bible sold every year. Every year. The, the phone app uh, that you may have, that I have on uh, my, my, uh, my phone and on other uh, electronic devices, the U version is the one that I use, that has been downloaded over 200 million times. And if you take the Alpha course, uh, that's one of the things they do. They talk about the importance of the Word of God and give you some of those things. And it's a bestseller, the Bible, 
It's the bestseller of the year every year. And it's the bestseller every week of the year. Now, sometimes as you go and you look at what's the bestseller out there, a lot of times you won't find that the Bible's listed there. Of course, they like to take it out and list other books that they're trying to promote. But the fact of the matter is, over 100 million copies are sold every year, and it is the bestseller in the world. It's the most popular book in the world. However, there's more to that because the Bible is not just the bestseller or the most popular book in the world. It's also the most powerful book in the world. It changes people's lives. It transforms people. And we have a consistent testimony since the scriptures have been written uh, year after year after year how the word of God has changed and transformed people. So if you're wanting to read a good book during this COVID season, let me tell you about a very powerful book, the bestseller. People want to read bestsellers. Well, this is a bestseller. Read this book and find out why this is a bestseller in the whole world. It's a great book. Now, you would think that everyone would want to read the bestseller. That's what people do, right? They read the bestsellers out there. But we find that not everybody is reading this book. Even as Christians, the statistics tell us that a lot of Christians are not reading this book. They're reading maybe bits and pieces, but they don't take the time to read the whole book. And you need to read the whole book because the instructions are in the whole book. And if you just take bits and pieces, you get into trouble. So you want to read the whole book. Now, some say, well, the Bible, oh, well, that's hard to read. It's boring or it's out to date. Well, a lot of times that opinion comes when you're reading maybe some of the older versions or older English versions of the Bible. Choose a more modern version. And as you do that, I'm telling you, it makes it very easy to read. That's why we use the New Living Translation in this church, not because it's the best translation. We just use it because it's one of the more easier ones to read. And that's the whole purpose of why there are translations of the Bible. It's to get people to read it. That's what's important. And if you uh, download those Bible apps, you don't even have to buy a Bible. They're free uh, that you can download on the Internet. And as you get those, like the version one, it has every translation that is out there in the world. And so if you're caught up in translations, you can find them all and you can read the very best that works for you. I know the newest translation out there is the Passion Translation. I think it's more of a bit of a paraphrase, uh, but there's lots of translations out there with the purpose is to get you to read. And I know a lot of people are wondering, what am I going to do? I, I've watched everything I watch on YouTube. I, I've watched everything I watch on Netflix. Uh, I've read all these books. Have you read this book? This is a very, very important book. This is God's letter to us with all the information that we need to know, not just in life, but also for eternity. And it will be a book that will change your life and affect you right into heaven. So I want to encourage you this morning to, to read the book, to read the Bible. And uh, with all this free time that you have, check it out. Check it out and read it. Now, we could say a whole lot more about the Bible and how it was written and all those kinds of things, but we're just going to go right into Psalm 119 and uh, one of those chapters that stresses the importance of God's Word. You will not find another chapter in all the Bible that stresses this much about how important it is 
to read the Word of God and to know the Word of God. And if you've never read the Word of God, I want to encourage you to download it for free. That's a great place to start. Uh, I know a lot of these downloads, like Version, have uh, um, Bible studies that come with it. They have Bible plans for you to help you to read throughout the year and, and all those kinds of things, and it's all free. And so you don't necessarily have to buy a hard copy. I'm a person that likes hard copies, but there are some free copies out there for you. So I encourage you to do that. Read the book. I tell you, it'll affect your life more than what you've ever imagined. And uh, so this morning, we just want to talk to you just briefly about what the Word of God, what the Bible can do for you. And the first thing we see as we look at these uh, first few verses, it tells us in verses 1 and 2, Joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. Joyful are those who obey his laws and search with, for him with all their hearts. Tells us right at the very beginning, you want joy? This book will give you joy. Isn't that amazing? It's telling us as you read this book, there's going to be the result of joy is going to come into your life. That means happiness, delight, joy. And I don't know about you, but I think a lot of people out there right now need some joy in their lives. You know, we're not really happy with all these restrictions and things that are taking place. And, and here's this word that we have in front of us that you can read it and it's going to bring you joy. It will bring you joy. It'll bring you some happy thoughts that will fill your mind. And right now, I think we could use some happy thoughts, right? With everything that's going on in our world, I think some happy thoughts is a good thing. Read this book. Joy can be found that easy by simply finding out What's in the book? What's within these pages? Look at it. Read it. Study it. I, I like Psalm 119, 143. I think it, like it's talking to us right here. As pressure and stress bear down on me, I find joy in your commands. Where are the commands? They're in the book. You find joy. And I know a lot of people are feeling distressed, uh, discouraged at this time. And the Bible is saying, look, I got some good news for you. You know, we watch the news. There's nothing good on the news anyway right now. And the Bible is saying, here's some good news that's going to touch your life, it's going to change your life, it's going to encourage you and give you joy. That's a good thing. Uplifting news right here in that book. Then secondly, as you read this book, the Bible, it will teach you how to live in right ways. And I know that, you know, some people balk at that because, well, I don't like being told what to do. Well, we can see the mess our world is in today because everybody's doing what is right in their own eyes and uh, we make all these opinions and all these things get out there and wh where's our truth coming from? You know, wh where's our facts come from? And we recognize even in this nation of Canada that this nation was founded upon this book. If you, if, if you go to Ottawa and you see our, our capital and our parliament buildings, there's scriptures all around that, right on the building, trying to remind us of the importance of this book. Now, we're getting away from that book here in Canada. We need to return to that again. But if you want to live according to what God desires and what God wants for our lives, then we need to look to this book. It tells us how to live. Verses 4 to 7, it says of 119, you have, changed, you have charged us to keep your commandments carefully. Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decrees. Then I will not be ashamed when I compare my life with your commands. 
As I learn your righteous regulations, I will thank you by living as I should. What are God's expectations? We know the world's is all over the place. We don't know what the world's expectation is anymore because there's no base anymore. Well, here's the base. Here's the base that needs to come back to the world to be everything according to this word. And the Bible tells us how we should live. And as Christians, obviously that should be really, really important to us, that we would desire to find out what God wants from us. Not what the world is saying, what the latest fad is saying, or what the latest thing in Christianity is, to find out what God says is how our life should be lived. And all that information is in the Bible. Now, sometimes a problem happens when people choose only take portions of the Bible. And there's a lot of Christians today, they're applying some verses, but then they throw out other verses, which really gets to the place that really they want to cover up their sin. And so they'll say, we'll focus on these scriptures, but we'll totally deny these scriptures over here. That's not how it works. It's the whole book. We as a church, we believe in the whole Bible. We don't like to take bits and pieces. We try to the best of our ability to take the whole word of God and to measure our lives by the whole word of God. And so that's something that's very important for us as Christians. Be careful of just picking and choosing. You want to read the whole thing. Another problem we often see today, which kind of amazes me, is how that many people of the world seem to know the Bible better than we do as Christians. Have you ever noticed how many times that the world kind of says, I thought you Christians didn't do that. Have you ever found that amazing? I find that amazing how the world can tell us sometimes as Christians, hey, you guys better be following this book because you know what? I realize that you're not. So we really need to read and apply the whole Bible because it's filled with good instruction about how we should live our lives. Psalm 119, verse 9 says, How can a young person stay pure? Reading the Word. We know as being young, those who remember when you were young, those who are here who are young, those who are watching who are young, there's a lot of temptations going to the mind, the battle of the mind taking place. How do you stay pure? You get into this book, start reading this book. Verse 11, it says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So how should a Christian live their life? Well, the Bible answers that. You live it by according to this book. Then a third thing the Bible can do for you is to encourage you. So when you get down, when you get discouraged, the Bible has many words of encouragement. Actually, even when you go to counselors, or they're a Christian counselor, they'll often tell you, you know, you need to read the word of God if you've been discouraged. And interestingly, they'll often tell you, read the Psalms. Read the Psalms. Why, do you, why read the Psalms? Because the Psalms are, are, are written where we see people going through you know, pressures of life, discouragement, depression, and all those kinds of things, and they reflect on those things. And so it's a great book to read. Verse 28 of Psalm 119 says, I weep with sorrow. Would you encourage me by your word? And right now, I, I just see so much sorrow going on in people's lives. I see a lot of people right now that are, are very down, discouraged, depressed, and there's a lot of people right now that are needing encouragement. 
And I want to tell you something. There's an encouragement as close as picking up this book and starting to read this book because it's a book of encouragement for you. And it's just waiting for you to pick it up and speak to your heart and speak to your life. You know, I, I find it amazing that I've read this book many times. I can't remember how many times I've read it, probably hundreds of times by now. But I'm still amazed every time I pick this book up and I read it. Amazing how things just pop out and speak to you and think like, man, I've read this a hundred times and I never saw that before. This book's alive. It'll speak to you. It'll encourage you. So I encourage you, please pick it up. Fourth thing the Bible can do for you is give you hope. Give you a confidence that things will change. Things will turn around for good. Things that you hope for will come to pass. We're in a season where a lot of people are kind of feeling worn out. Feeling that, you know, my, my dreams are, are on hold or my dreams have been crushed. And there's people now that are saying, you know what, pastor, I've had enough. I am done. I hear that all over the place, wherever I go. Psalm 1, 1981, again, just seems to speak to us today. I am worn out, waiting for your rescue, but I have put my hope in your word. And I find that it's not so true. There, there's times we all can get that place where we're just kind of like, I'm worn out. And, and we kind of get one like, God, like, are you going to show up or not? Like, you know how long COVID's been going on, God? Have you noticed? Of course he has. But sometimes we, we get praying like that and saying, God, like, come on, hey. Well, the Bible says, start reading this word. And, and you'll, you'll read of other people have had those same kind of feelings and, and people have gone through similar type of experiences. And you'll find that, you know what, they made it through. They made it through. God brought them through. And see, reading God's word helps us to have hope and to believe and to expect something good to happen, even out of a bad situation. Psalm 119.114 says, You are my refuge and my shield. Your word is my source of hope. Are you needing some hope today? Things of life kind of gotten you down. Let me tell you, read this book. This is a fantastic book. Man, it's a bestseller. You want to find out why is it a bestseller? It's a source of hope. It will uplift you and give you reason for fresh hope in your life. And after all, it is the original book of hope. Number five on what the Bible can do for us is that it can comfort us. It can soothe our pain and distress. It can console us and, and quiet the torment that life can sometimes bring. It even helps us when we go through death or death of loved ones, as we mourn, as we grieve. The Bible says, as we're full of words of comfort. Verse 50, it says, your promise revives me. It comforts me in all my troubles. Troubles come to all of us. But the Bible says God is an ever-present help in those times of trouble. And God can bring us the comfort that we need in those times. And isn't it interesting that God knows just how exactly to minister to us or to help us or to bring the comfort that we really need? And that's what we can find as you read this book. Words that'll literally, they just seem to jump out of the page at you. It just amazes me all the time how that happens. And God speaks to us through his word and brings us comfort. Verse 52 says, I meditate on your age-old regulations, O Lord, that they comfort me. The Bible is a book 
of comfort. Filled with many words that will comfort us and, and soothe our pain, whatever, however we find ourselves in life experiences. Whether it's going through a hardship, whether it's grief, whether it's loneliness, whether it's frustration, whether it's depression, whether it's COVID, God's word is a source of comfort. Sixth thing the Bible can do for us is give us wisdom. Wisdom that is based on knowledge and sound judgment that will help us to make wise choices. Verse 98, it says, Your commands make me wiser than my enemies, for they are my constant guide. Wisdom comes from the book, the Bible. It has good wisdom. The Bible says that wisdom that comes from this book is pure, it's sincere, it's peace-loving, it's gentle, it's yielding to others, it's full of mercy and of everything that is good. So if you need wisdom on a matter, God's word is the place that we should look. It gives us profitable wisdom for all situations, giving us understanding and discernment in life, and it helps us with that different perspective or counsel that we need that is best for our lives. Psalm 119, uh, 104 says, Your commandments give me understanding. No wonder I hate every false way of life. The Bible is filled with wisdom. It's filled with the knowledge that we need for every situation. It gives us the right wisdom to make right choices in life. You know, there's a lot of things where we need discernment. There's a lot of things we, we need understanding in life, where we need you know, help that is greater than our own knowledge. And the Bible is that book. You'll find it here in this book. Number seven, the Bible gives us guidance, direction. It leads us. It points us in the right direction. It gives us the right information that we need to make right choices in life. God's Word tells us uh, what paths are right and what paths are wrong. And it guides us to make the right choices that we need to make in life. One, verse 105, it says, Your Word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. It's like turning on the flashlight in the midst of darkness. You don't know where to go. You don't know what's your next step to take. You look into this book and it's like a flashlight comes on in the midst of the darkness. And it starts showing you which way to go. The Bible tells us there are two roads in life. One road leads to life and one road leads to destruction. The road to destruction, the Bible says, is wide. And many people choose that road. But the road of salvation is narrow. So having some guidance of which road to take and how to stay on the right road in life is obviously something that's very beneficial. Filled, the Bible is filled with wise advice, guiding us to make best decisions. And after all, God's the creator. God created us. Obviously, he knows best. And God wants to lead us down roads that are good for us, down roads that are best for us, down roads that are productive for us. He doesn't want us to take us down roads that are evil or unproductive. God wants to take us on the best roads. Psalm 119, 133 says, Guide my steps by your word, so I will not be overcome by evil. A lot of the evil we experience in life is because we've taken wrong choices. We've taken wrong roads. We've had the wrong perspective. But if we will look to this word, to this book, it's going to guide us down right roads. You know, part of the Lord's Prayer says, Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Well, how does that take place? Yes, well, the Lord can speak to us. 
But he speaks right through this book right here. And you will find that through this book, you will find that he will deliver you from evil. He will take you away from temptation if you read this book and know this book. That's how important it is. The Bible guides us. Number eight, we see the Bible can give us peace. How many in our world today could use some peace? Peace is that freedom from disturbance, freedom from things that war against us, serenity, calm, harmony, freedom from the voices that are disturbing us. A lot of voices out there today casting forth fear, casting forth frustration and and so forth, casting out lies. There's a lot of voices out there that we've heard in these last months. And people are, they are getting burdened down. People are being burdened with fear. People are being burdened with frustration. But there's a place that we can look that will give us peace. Read this book. Don't be looking for what's the latest thing on the internet is. Check this book out. Check this book out. Read this book. It'll give you a greater perspective. Verse 165, it says, Those who love your instructions have great peace and do not stumble. See, God offers us a peace that's far greater than anything that this world can offer us. And as we accept that peace, it's a kind of a peace that helps us not to stumble in this world, to get you know, all out of proportion, keeps us calm, keeps us going forward in the right direction. God's word brings peace. He offers us a lasting peace. Read his word. And then lastly, and what the Bible can do for you, give you the truth. The truth that is reliable, accurate, factual, certain, and correct. Now, we already talked about how the Bible has been the greatest seller throughout history. And there's a lot of great things where we, we can tell you that this word has proven itself, that it is true, that it is accurate, even through historical documents throughout the ages, it continues to prove that this is an accurate book. It's a book that testifies of its own accuracy. And if you read it, you will find truth. Verse 160, it says, The very essence of your words is truth. All your just regulations will stand forever. The book, this book, is a book of truth. You can trust it. You can trust its message as certain. It speaks the truth. It speaks the way of salvation. Everything you need to know about salvation, everything you need to know about life, is right here in this book. Something we obviously should read. So this morning, I trust I'm in a crowd that appreciates this book and loves this book as much as I do. And I encourage you to keep reading this book, keep studying this book. It's so very, very important for our lives. This book will do for us what no other book will do. It'll bring you joy, show you how to live. It will give you encouragement, give you hope and comfort and wisdom and guidance, peace and truth. What other book does all those things? I've read a number of books myself through this COVID season that I've been reading as well. But none of those books do what this book does for me. I can guarantee you the same thing for you. You can read all kinds of books out there and enjoy books. Don't forget this book because this book makes a huge difference. 2 Timothy 3, 15 to 70, I think makes a great summary of all that we're trying to say here. And it says these words, You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood. 
And they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true, to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. That's this book, the Bible. It really is that important to us all. I want to encourage you to read this book afresh. If your Bible reading is kind of created during COVID, I want to encourage you to pick it up again and start reading the book. Take some time just as you have all those novels at home and all those other books that you're reading and say, you know what, I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to read the book of Matthew today or I'm going to read the book of Mark today. I'm going to read the book of John or whatever, that you just start sitting down and you start reading through this. And sometimes reading a different version or a different translation, I like doing that sometimes just to get a different perspective from, you know, as you read different translations. And sometimes just to to break it up as well. I do that with study Bibles. I use different study Bibles to to, to read and, and see those notes, and then I'll switch over to another one and kind of just doing that just to, Get those greater perspectives. I want to encourage you to read this book. And if you're watching us here today and you've never read this book, maybe you're wondering, why did I tune in to a service today that talks about this book? Because this book has life for you. This book can make a difference for you. And I encourage you to down, you know, start out by just downloading an app. All kinds of Bible apps out there. version is just one of many that are out there. That will bless you. That will encourage you. And then when you have a chance, you know, go buy a new one, a hard copy, and read it. But this book is a powerful, powerful book. It'll change your world. It'll change your life. It's the best read that you'll ever read. And I just want to encourage you, read the book. The bestseller of the world every year, every week of the year, of all time. This book, the Bible, it's a great book. And so this morning, that's all I really want to do for you today is just encourage you to to read the book, to treasure this book, to get into this book, because the answers that you need, they're right here. You know, we, we can pray about stuff. We can, you know, call on this person and that person and get this preacher and that preacher. I want to tell you something. All of us as preachers are only preaching what's in the book or we should be preaching what's in the book. The answers are right here. You can read them for yourself. And I want to encourage you to do that. So, Father, I thank you for your word. And I do love your word, Lord. And I thank you that, Lord, as I pick up this book, that you speak to me. It doesn't just agree with me. It speaks to me. It changes me. At times, it convicts me. At times, it encourages me. At times, it lifts me up. But I thank you that, Lord, that you speak to me through this book. No other book does what this book does for me. And so, Lord, I just pause here today and say thank you for the Scriptures. Thank you for the Bible. And I pray that, Lord, that whether people are, are here in this church today or whether they're watching online, that they'd be encouraged just to give this book a try again. Start reading this book again. 
to get into its pages and see what you want to speak into their lives. We thank you for your word. And we just, Lord, I ask a blessing to be upon all your people. That, Lord, as they pick up that Bible again and start to read, that, Lord, you'll start revealing things to them that, Lord, they've never seen before. Lord, that this book will become a lie for them. Lord, some people have kind of got tired. They, they got worn out. And, Lord, they haven't been reading it like they should. So I pray that, Lord, as they start again, that, Lord, there'd be an immediate response. There'd be an immediate enlightenment. That, Lord, they start seeing things like they've never seen before. It's a time of revelation that, God, you want to reveal things to us. And, Lord, it can be as simple as starting to read this book. So, Lord, I just pray, let it be a fresh experience for every one of us as we take the time to get into your word and read the scriptures that you have written for us. I thank you for your word. I bless your people today. In Jesus' name, 